Sacred Space. So welcome back again to the second part of Sacred Space. My name is John Keeley, still joined in studio here by Lorraine. And Anne, thanks so much for, for praying that prayer for us now for grandparents. And, and we just want to wish uh, the, the, those of uh, those of the grandparents who might be travelling and might be listening to the programme tonight that you had a wonderful day up in Knock. And we'll keep you all in prayer. In the meantime, now, Geraldine, oh, Geraldine, okay, Geraldine and ladies all over me. Now, Lorraine, excuse me, uh, a special programme we spoke about a few weeks ago. Um, I'd often heard about the examine and wanted to know a little bit more about it. And who else would I ask? Yourself. <laughs> okay, off you go. What's the examine? Well, I suppose you and I were talking a couple of weeks ago about the importance of cultivating an attitude of gratitude. Because, yep. you know, sometimes, especially when things aren't going our way, or when we're, we've been praying for a long time for certain things, and it seems that either God's not listening, or he's not interested, or he's not giving us things. And we act a little bit, well, I don't know, I can't speak for our listeners, obviously, but we act a little bit sometimes, or I do, like toddlers throwing our toys out of the pram. Mm. And we have this big kind of, oh, what's it all about kind of thing. Yeah. God isn't even listening to me. What the exam and prayer does is it helps us to cultivate that attitude of gratitude. It helps us to be thankful for everything that God does for us. Mm. So what I'm going to be doing is drawing on a few thoughts by a guy called Jim Manny. He's the author of a book called The Prayer That Changes Everything, Discovering the Power of St. Ignatius Loyola's Examine. And that's available from Loyola Press. And he begins in this article about talking about the examine. Like sometimes when you hear examine, you think either exam or or you think examination of conscience. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, the examination of conscience does play a little bit of a part in the examine prayer. But the examine is a prayer that focuses on God's presence in the real world. Mm. not in mm. any little imaginary world where, where I'm so perfect yeah. and God has to love me because I'm perfect yeah. Yeah. no it brings us back into today where I am where I am okay. exactly where I am and it's, it helps us to approach an examination of our life not from a place of guilt mm-hmm. but from a place of gratitude and thankfulness and of course we will express our sorrow for things we yeah. do wrong naturally yeah. mm. but it's about taking God seriously and about taking ourselves seriously. Okay. So it's looking at God in the everyday events. There's nothing complicated or mysterious about it. The subject matter of the exam, if you like, it's your life. It's your day on that particular day. So the exam looks for signs of God's presence in the events of that day, whether that's you went for lunch with a friend or you went for a walk down in the domain or you had a kind word from a colleague and you really felt appreciated Mm. in your workplace or you met a challenge maybe or you fulfilled a duty well. Mm. You see, the examine doesn't look at the extraordinary things. The examine loves the humdrum. Okay. So God is present in those big kind of, you know those little transfiguration moments where we can see God clearly? Yeah. And he kind of reveals himself a little bit more to us. Mm-hmm. But 99.999% of the time, we're not there. God reveals himself to us when we're cooking the dinner yeah. or writing an email or, you know, trying to get the kids out of trouble or whatever it might be. Or when they're painting, writing crayons all over your newly painted wall, whatever mm-hmm. it is, 
that's where we find God. We never think of it that way. We never think of God that way. No, we don't. We think no. of him as like being out there somewhere. And if I pray, yeah, okay, I've got his attention. Exactly. But when I'm when I'm peeling the spuds and things like that, no. No, no. And and oh. all of the great saints, like you know Saint Tracy Lisieux, um, all of the great saints would look at their lives and go where I am right now is where I find God. Okay. Yeah. You know, so if I'm asked to peel the potatoes, mm. that's where God wants me to be. If my duty is to go to work today and to slog through ten reports, mm. that's where God wants me to be. And that's where I'll find God. It's in our duties. It's in our everyday life. And if prayer is making a connection with God, then it makes perfect sense to spend some time finding God by consciously going back over our day. Because, you know, sometimes we can be so busy, John, like you go out to work if you're working and thank God if you are, because it's hard enough to find work sometimes. Mm. You go out to work and you spend maybe an hour or two in the car commuting Mm. and then you spend seven or eight hours of work, maybe nine hours of work, maybe Mm. longer. And then you're back into the car again and then you're home. And then if you have a family, like you're Mm. in the door and you're either dealing with homework or you're dealing with problems or you're dealing with the teenagers not talking to you, whatever it might be like. And then suddenly you find it's nine o'clock of an evening and you haven't taken a breath yet. And it's the nine o'clock news and you're going, God, where did that day go? Mm -hmm. And then you're turning around and you're getting the clothes ready for the work for the following day and getting Mm -hmm. the kids ready and making sure everything's sorted. And then you're into bed and you're so tired, you're gone. Or worse, you throw on Netflix and you watch some Mm -hmm. rubbish for a couple of hours or whatever it might be, you know, whatever you do to relax. Mm. And you don't actually spend any moments looking back on your day and going, wow, like that happened today or this didn't happen today or... I wonder where was God in that or what was God teaching me in that Mm. so what the examine does it it teaches us to take about maybe 15 minutes now at the start when you start off it might be only maybe 5 or 10 minutes but maybe 15 or 20 minutes to look back on our day reflectively and in the presence of God and it was St Ignatius Loyola who came up with the examine to kind of sustain and extend that period of conversion Um, which he started in the spiritual exercises so we're not going to go into it too deeply today because there's no need Um, prayer is best when it's simplest yeah Mm. prayer is not always easy but it's always simple John because it's always a conversation between us and God Mm. or God and us where we are I mean how we can have the conversation with God you know it's we don't have to know fancy words and so on and so forth. It's exactly. It's mm. person to person. Like mm. God is a trinity of persons. Mm. And he created us as persons. Mm. He created us to love and to, to have a will, mm. to mm. know, to decide things. That's what a person is. So that's what the examine tries to do. It, it tries to get us to look at every encounter, every challenge, every disappointment and every delight because that's where God can be found. And the problem is, you see, sometimes we're inclined to put a good face on things, especially with God. Like, we know God knows everything on one level, because mm. God is God. Yeah, yeah. But on another level, we kind of go, oh, do you know, I haven't been too bad today. <laughs> I can talk to God tonight. I can tell him how great I was. I can ask for his help for tomorrow. Mm. But supposing I made a great mess of things today. Mm. Do you think I'd be inclined to talk to God tonight about it? Mm. Mm. 
Maybe mm, not. Mm, maybe, maybe not. Mm. And then if you go a couple of days and God, things aren't going at all well, and you feel in yourself that you're not doing well, well, you don't want to be telling God about that. Maybe you don't want to bother God about that because you don't think he'd be interested. Mm. Or maybe you're a little bit ashamed of the yes, way you've I been am. behaving. Mm. And so what's the first thing we do? It, we've been doing it since the Garden of Eden. The first thing we do when we do something wrong is we hide from God mm. instead of running to him and saying, Lord, I made a mess of that. Help me not to make a mess of it again. Mm. That's all God wants us to do is to say sorry when we mess up and move on. Because if we don't move on, then we hold ourselves as a higher tribunal than God. We're saying, I don't believe you can forgive me. Yeah. And God loves mm. us to bits. Like that, I, we've often spoke about it here, John, how one of our favourite quotes is Pope Benedict's quote, that each one of us is the result of a thought of God. Yeah. Each one of us is loved. Each one of us is willed. Each one of us is necessary. So the examine is a great way to take God up on that beautiful, beautiful promise that we're loved, willed and necessary and say, Lord, you created me. Here I am, warts and all. Unfortunately, being the human beings that we are, there's times when we have messed up day after day after day. And we find it very hard to go back to God. Mm. You know, I'm ashamed. Or, you know. And that is the beautiful thing about the Sacrament of Reconciliation. Mm. It is a spiritual hug from God. Okay, there's a lot more going on theologically. That's a nice way of putting it. It's like, you know the way St. Peter rejected Jesus three times? He denied him three times because mm. he was scared. And, mm. you know, he, he was looking out for himself a bit. And he denied that he knew Jesus. Mm. And what was the first thing Jesus did or one of the first things he did when he was raised from the dead and he, he got Peter on his own and he said, Peter, do you love me? Mm. And, you know, we go yeah. through the feed my sheep, take yeah. care of my lambs. Mm. But for the three times that Peter rejected Jesus, mm. Jesus invites Peter to profess his love. And I think the Sacrament of Reconciliation is a little bit like that. I think that's one of the reasons why we're asked to name our sins by type and number we're saying to Jesus I love you I messed up there mm. I'm sorry I'll try not to do it again but I love you and I know you love me the sacrament of reconciliation is about God's love and mercy more than it is about our sinfulness mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so the examine itself then is reviewing your day in the presence of God so there's about five steps to it So I'll go through the steps and then we'll play a little bit of reflective music, if that's all right. Mm -hmm. And I can kind of lead you through a guided um, examine that people might like to listen to back on the podcast, maybe. Mm -hmm. Or uh, they could get a copy of the CD from yourself, John, Mm -hmm. and Mm. play it later on in the evening. So the first thing we do any time we do anything in the spiritual life or in our own lives We begin by asking for God's help because we can do nothing without God. So the first thing we do is we pray to the Holy Spirit. We pray that we'll be able to see God and to understand how God is working in our life today. The second thing we do is we give thanks because as creatures, we always begin with a spirit or an attitude of gratitude because mm-hmm. everything is a gift from God. And it's a lovely thing to do first thing in the morning, John. You know when we do our little morning offering? Yeah. 
when we wake up first in the morning now I'm fairly dozy in the morning till I have my first coffee mm-hmm. but like if we wake up and if we say Lord thank you for this new day because he didn't have to give it to me mm-hmm. I have yeah. no right to life mm-hmm. but God gives me a new day because he loves me and when he brings me home to himself it's because he loves me too mm-hmm. so we say thank you Lord and then you just start moving around and you go you know thank God I'm able to move today mm-hmm. And if you're lucky enough and blessed enough to be able to get up out of bed, you say, thank God I'm able to get up out of bed today. Mm. And if you're blessed enough to be able to put one foot in front of the other, you say, thank God I can move Mm. and walk today. Mm. And, you know, I suppose I'm labouring the point a little bit because we become so used, so complacent in our own kind of powers. And it's only when we get sick or when somebody belongs to us gets sick. Appreciate you can't. Exactly, that you realise that everything is a gift from God. So that's the second step. The second step is to give thanks for your day. And then the third step is to review the day, to kind of look back on your day. And you can start from the evening back to the morning or the morning to the evening, whichever you Mm -hmm. prefer, whatever way you like to work, look at things and just pay attention to your experience. Look for God in it. And sometimes you'll be able to see that clearly and sometimes you won't. And that's grand too. Sometimes we can only look back after a couple of weeks or a couple of years on certain experiences to Mm. say, do you know, I didn't understand it at the time, but I really see how God was teaching me in that moment. Mm. And then we ask ourselves in in part four, we ask ourselves two WWW questions. Now, the first is what went well? because it's really important for us to acknowledge what Mm. went well. And the second question we can ask ourselves, well, what went wrong? Mm. We'd be inclined to jump the what went well bit Mm. to go to the what went wrong bit. Mm. Because I think as Irish people, especially, we're going, oh, for goodness sake. Mm. So if we look at what went well first, that will help us to cultivate that attitude of gratitude. So you go, do you know what? I really felt that God was with me in that meeting this morning. I wasn't quite sure how it was going to go. I was a bit nervous going in. Mm. But then ABC happened. Mm. And I can really see that God was with me in that. And thank God for that. Mm. So you go through the little moments of thank God. And then, well, what went wrong? And it's not in the sense of, oh, I'm a terrible person. How does God even love me? (laughs) It's more like, okay, I messed up there. Yep. Sorry, Lord. And for the big things, I think if you practice the examine, you'll know almost instantaneously, like when you lose the rag again Mm -hmm. in the traffic Mm -hmm. because somebody cut you off or whatever it might be. You'll know the items that that you're really sorry for. Mm -hmm. And you make a little act of contrition to God and ask God's forgiveness for your faults or for your sins. And if they're a big sin, you make a decision to go to confession the third sacrament of reconciliation as soon as you can because why would you want to carry that put it down give it to the Lord that's what he wants and then ask God to show you ways to improve God doesn't want to leave us where we are he wants to lift us up so ask God if you find yourself getting impatient with the children all the time because you're coming in from work and you're extraordinarily tired and you're coming straight from one experience like your work day mm. into your family experience, how 
can I improve that? What can I do to improve that? And that's God's help. He'll show you if we ask him. And then your fifth step is your resolution for the day to come. What's going to be coming up tomorrow? Where might I need? I mean, we need God's help in everything. But what special help might I need from God tomorrow? Mm. Or looking back at today and the way I messed up there. Can I ask God to help me in particular so that I don't sin in that way tomorrow? And then tomorrow you'll review your day again mm. and you'll have a look at how you did with that particular mm. weakness or mm. fault or failing, whatever you want to call it. Mm. And you'll go, gosh, actually, when I prayed about it now and when I thought about it, God was helping me a little bit. I still lost the reg, you know, mm. but maybe mm. I, did, I didn't mm, shout that time or I didn't put the mm. finger out the, the window mm. or whatever mm. it might be. Mm. And you go through the process again. And if you do that regularly, if you do it every evening for, as I say, at the start, you might only start for five minutes just to get into it because Mm. it might be a little bit alien to you at the start. But then you'll get a little bit more into it and you'll begin to review your day more systematically, maybe. Or you might start by going, "Okay, let's have a look at the morning. I'm sure it was great that morning. I actually didn't get out of bed till 11 o'clock so I had no problem with people mm. until until 11 o'clock and then sure there was an early lunchtime when I was grand there mm. but you know you can start off like that but then you can look more at your relationships more mm. in depth at your day until you get into the practice of it and then at the end you just thank God again Is it important to keep a regular time for I would I really would just of course we can pray to God anytime. That's mm. the great blessing and that's what Jesus says in scripture like you can we don't have to go to specific places to pray. Mm. But I do think it's important as well to have certain times that we turn to God automatically in our day. It can be as simple as your morning offering prayer, say the Angelus at 12 o'clock. You might say your mm. evening prayers or if you read a bit of scripture or you pray the rosary or whatever it is that you'd have those at kind of semi-set times, you know. Uh, mm. And not to beat yourself up too much, like if you don't get it set at like four o'clock on the dot or if you don't, whatever it might be. But I I do think those times of prayer throughout the day are important because they're our way of sanctifying our day. Because, yeah. you know, we're, we're, we're lazy people in some respects. Like we, we do have that little effect of original sin. And if we're not conscious about making time for God... Mm we can sometimes forget him a little bit in the busyness of the day. So by having little set times during the day that we can turn to him and go, I know you're here with me. Because mm. that's what prayer is. Prayer is a covenant of love. It's it's mm. recognizing that God loves you and that you love him too. And the more that you recognize how much he loves you, the deeper your own love will go. And the more you find out about God the more you will fall in love with him I think that's a very important expression that one you just used last that the more you find out about God mm. the more you fall in, you, you, you know, you fall in love with him and the only way you can find out a bit more about God how it affects your life I would suggest is something like doing this examine prayer exactly you look back and have a look and see where was he and, mm. I, and I'd say yeah at the start it's a little bit alien but I'm sure you'll be getting little confirmations along the way mm. and say yeah I remember that now and and then able to improve ourselves, maybe maybe improve ourselves in terms of 
a relationship with God and obviously a relationship with other people too. Exactly. And it really helps us then, you know, for taking the sacrament of reconciliation seriously, mm-hmm. it's a great way of preparing for that sacrament because yeah. if you're taking, say, 15 minutes of your day every day and you're reviewing your day, you'll notice patterns, little areas where you need the Lord's help. Mm. And, you know, you might find you're struggling with humility and you go, right, Lord, I'm a very proud person. I need to work on this. I need your help with this. And so you bring that to your prayer and then you bring it to the sacrament of reconciliation because God really wants to help you in this. And then maybe you start to conquer that a little bit and you you grow the virtue of humility a little bit more and you'll notice another pattern that you need to focus on a little bit. And, you know, maybe you're losing your temper a little bit with the, the hubby or the wife and you find that especially at particular times of the day when you're ratty or tired or hungry mm. and and some of it is human like you can go okay I heard on the radio during the week somebody was saying how they found that they were always losing their temper with their children and shouting at the children after coming in from work because they were exhausted they'd been at work for eight hours of the day they had an hour and a half of a commute home and then they were heading straight into the busyness Mm. of family life so what they decided to do for themselves was instead of going immediately home they would buy themselves a coffee they would go to a place like a park or something like that they would park up for 10 minutes and have the cup of coffee and leave the work day behind them Mm -hmm. and take that 10 minutes for themselves not in a selfish way but in a self-care way so that then they could go home and be a better mom or be a better dad mm. to their children. Mm. So by looking at the exam, you can look at ways that you can improve your relationships at a human level. And of course, God is in the human. Yeah. God is there with you in that as well and, and in helping you to see that as and well. No, that's what we'd learn too, the more we practice this. Exactly. More, mm. That he is with you in everything, mm. in every part of your day. Just before you lead us into the into the exam, um, I'm sure, and you mentioned it a few times, but I'm sure we'd learn an awful lot about humility mm. by practicing this. It is, and it's it's recognizing that you are loved. That's where humility comes from. Humility isn't putting ourselves down. Humility is based on the the word hummus or earth. Mm. It's being grounded. Yeah. And if we're not grounded in God's love, well, where are we grounded? Yeah. We could be on very shaky ground if we're trying to put ourselves as gods or or worse if we're trying to put ourselves down and go sure nobody could possibly love me but if I pretend if I can pretend enough with God and with other people maybe people won't see what I'm really like God loves what you're really like he made you he loves you to bits and the examine is a way of recognising that and also recognising those areas where he wants us to grow even more lovely okay so we're going to practice a little examine and we're going to play a little bit of music behind me. It's called uh, Glendalock. It's from Le- Father Liam Lawton's album Time. And again, I'm just going to do it very slowly. I won't talk too much. And it's just to encourage us to look back on our day. So as with all prayer, we can start with a very simple sign of the cross because the sign of the cross, it is Jesus' sign. And it reminds us of how much God loves us. So we begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So the first step of the examine 
is to pray to the Holy Spirit. And it doesn't have to be complicated. We can just say, Holy Spirit, help me to look back on my day. Help me to see the areas in which you are really, really close to me. Help me to see what went well. Help me to see what went wrong. Help me to realize how much you love me. Amen. And then we look at my day. I look at my day in a spirit or an attitude of gratitude because everything, every single thing is a gift from God. So thank you, Lord, for being with me today. Thank you for the gift of this day. Thank you for life and for a chance to know you and love you better. And then we begin to review the day. So we start with our morning. Did we wake up on time? Did the alarm clock go off? Did we fall back to sleep maybe? Were we running late for the entire day? What was my attitude this morning? Was I tired? Did I wake up refreshed? Was I on time for work? In fact, how was the commute to work today if I went to work? Was I present in the car? Was I driving well? Or was I a little bit distracted? Did I have the phone in my hand? And when I went into work, how was I feeling? Or if I went into school or around the house, whatever occupation you may find yourself in. Pay attention to your experience. What was your mood like? How did you interact with people in the morning? Did you get on with people? Was there anybody who really annoyed you? What were the little experiences of your morning? And look for God in it. Very often when we get really annoyed with somebody, it's because they remind us of something we're not happy about in ourselves. So is God trying to teach you something about yourself in your interactions with others today. And then we come to lunchtime. How was lunch? And I don't mean what you have for lunch. I mean, what was the experience like? Were you rushing around trying to get three or four different jobs done in your lunch hour or half hour? Or were you able to sit back and enjoy the meal? Did you sit with friends or were you on your own? And where was God in that? That anything happened during lunchtime? Did you see an act of kindness or an act of love? Or did you see an act that disturbed you? That made you go, I wish God were present in that moment. 
And then we just come on to lunchtime and after lunchtime and into the afternoon. How was your afternoon? Again, were you at work or were you at home or were you at school? And what were your interactions like with people? And again, we come to our either our commute home or maybe we're working in the garden or working at home. And look specifically at your mood and at how you're getting on with others because we're relational creatures. How was your evening? Did you have time to spend with God today? And look for God in every little thing. How was your evening meal? And was there anything on the news that you thought, oh gosh, I should bring that to God? Look at your interactions with people in the evening. How did you get on with your family? How did you get on in making time for yourself? And we just look at all the little ways in which we bring God into the present moment, right up to the moment you got ready to pray the exam. So now that we've kind of reviewed the day, what we look at is, what went well today? And because you've already reviewed your day kind of fairly minutely, you can say, thank God I met Joan this morning. I was feeling a little bit down, but Joan smiled. And do you know, she really lifted my spirits. I was so glad I met her. Thank you, Lord, for Joan and bless her. Or maybe we were expecting something to go terribly, terribly wrong. But it didn't happen. And I go, thank God for being with me in that and through that. I didn't know how I was going to get through that today, Lord. But I know you were there helping me all the way. Or maybe you were an example to somebody else today and you helped to lift their spirits. You were a witness of God's love and not in any big-headed way, but you say, thank God for showing me that Sarah needed help today. I saw she was a bit frazzled earlier in the week and I just popped in with a cup of tea but thank God for the Holy Spirit prompting me to do that act of kindness. And then let's look at what went wrong today. Again, not to beat ourselves up about it, but just looking for ways in which we can improve. Lord, I'm sorry. That fella in the blue Vauxhall cut me off this morning and I did not say a pretty word. So I'm, Lord, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have lost my temper. I certainly shouldn't have flashed the lights and blow the horn at him. So help me tomorrow to be a better person. And Lord, bless that driver, because I'm sure it wasn't pleasant for me being obnoxious behind him this morning. Maybe he had things on his mind that I don't know about. Maybe he's carrying a load I don't know about. Bless that person for me. Or maybe you forgot to do something and it had consequences at work. And you go, Lord, I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry because I told a lie there now and I was caught in the hop but I still shouldn't have told the lie and tomorrow I'm going to go in and I'm going to explain the situation and say look I actually forgot to do it hands up I'm sorry and I'll make reparation for that tomorrow and thank you for showing me that Lord help me help me not to tell a lie when I'm caught like that again or whatever it is during the day that went wrong for you that you need to ask forgiveness for and then we look at our resolution for the day to come Lord tomorrow is a new day a new chance to love and live where do I need you especially tomorrow Lord will you help me when I'm driving in the morning so that I'm not so anxious so that I'm not so unforgiving with other drivers do you know maybe tomorrow morning I might put on a bit of bit of music in the background or I might pray the rosary in the car no there is an idea I haven't prayed the rosary in a while or whatever it is you make a little resolution and you ask God to come into it with you and help you to achieve that resolution today or maybe maybe tomorrow now I'll take a little bit of time at lunch sure I have the hour and I've nothing else on I might as well take that little bit of time and just maybe just read a little bit of the Bible Lord will you help me to do that tomorrow and then we just thank the Lord for this time together because prayer is always a gift as well everything is a gift Lord I thank you for helping me to review my day I thank you for being with me today I thank you for my family and my friends and every blessing that you give me and Lord I entrust myself to your care tonight whatever comes I know you love me now again we just finish with a very simple sign of the cross entrusting ourselves to the love of God the Father God the Son and God the Holy Spirit in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit Amen Sacred Space 